What is up, you fucking buttercups? It's your boy Seabass with another podcast. It's been a long ass time, actually. Oh, quick thing. I'm in the gym right now. It is 12.30 a.m. I'm in the gym. They left the door open. So uh, let's check the acoustics one more time. <clears throat> yeah! Nice. <laughs> so um, what's up, guys? Uh, it has been a long ass time since I made a podcast. It's just like, I've just been busy. Like, and I, always, I always say that every time I come back, like, like weeks or like a month of like, oh, hey, guys, I'm back. I've been busy. I've been like working a lot. I've been focusing on school. And that's it. I really haven't had much time hanging out with friends. I just really just been doing my own thing. Just trying to focus on myself because I'm trying to like get to that mental state where I can just, you know, be happy with myself. So I've been just, you know, doing my own thing. I chill with Valencia with the friends, with friends of course, but uh, you know, other than that, I'm just doing my own, my own stuff. So um, yeah, it's been a while. Um, today I want to talk about it's just like a couple things that's happened recently to me. Nothing bad. It's just like things that have happened to me or around me that really makes me like rethink, just like look back at my life and be like, shit, I am really grateful for everything that's happened to me. And not to say that like, oh, I'm glad this happened to that didn't happen to me and like trying to be like egotistical or just like, you know, be selfish with my own, you know, with my, with the, the, with the gifts I've been given. Just, you know, me just looking back and acknowledging the stuff that I'm grateful for. So for starters, a uh, couple of days, oh, probably like a week ago at work, it was, uh, I was clocking out and uh, a coworker of mine, Carlos, there's two Carloses. But this one, he's the, he's an old, I think he, he said he's 74. The man is old. <laughs> but like, okay, when I first met him, I thought he was just, he, I thought he was really quiet. He, he doesn't speak much much English, but he speaks a lot of Spanish. And uh, he, he was really quiet, kept to himself. And um, my first opinion, um, my first like uh, general opinion of him was he's like a grumpy old man. Because there's another guy that's really old that has like the same kind of facial expression and carries himself um, as him, and he's a grumpy old bastard. <laughs> but um, no, then I, I got to talk to him because we both worked on machines, and I was teaching him how, and he was just like really like interested in learning about it because he never got to work machines. And he was like, oh yeah, how does this work? Like asking me questions. And I like, I felt glad to like answer them because I knew it. And I, it, I don't know, it just like, it made me feel happy because I'm like, wow, like you're interested in this and I, at least I know it so I can help you. And he's like, I, I like come to like know him. He's just this sweet, he's such a sweetheart. He's so cool. And when we were clocking out one day, he, um, we were, he was uh, saying, he told, he just came up to me. I'm just going to say in English because in Spanish, like it's going to be choppy. But he basically says, I really admire that you're working and going to school because not a lot of kids do that. And me and I did that growing up and I know how hard it is. So I really I really admire that you're doing that at such a young age. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I was like, no, oh. I was like, thank you very much. Like, it's, you gotta do what you gotta do. And he was telling me how him and his 14, ste- um, 14 siblings, I don't know how many were guys or girls, but 14 siblings, they all worked and studied at the same time. Like they both had a job while at school at a young age. And he was telling me like his like back, like his uh, story with his family and like, it just, it's humbling. Cause like this man, like he grew up working at a young age and it's like, he's still doing it. Like, and so I asked him, I'm like, 
if you've been working so long, why are you still working to this day? Because he said he was 74. So I'm like, you, and you know, like, someone that age should be retired. You know, like, you worked enough, you want to, like, um, just chill for the rest of your life. And he tells me that his wife has cancer. Or had cancer. I, either one of the two. I can't remember if, if she had it or she currently has it now. But he said, I, I, I think it's that she has it now. And that he said, um, he's saying that uh, he works to pay off her bills. So she can continue, you know, I th- yeah, I, yeah, now that I look back, I think it is that he, she currently has um, cancer. Because he said he's, um, he's working now to pay off bills to, for her treatment. So she, cause uh, they don't really like have, I don't think, I think he said that he doesn't have, ins- they don't have insurance. So he's working to pay off the bills so she can stay longer. And she, he said, it's like, um, I'd rather, I'd rather work and keep her with me a few more years than, than sit on my ass and have her die any second. And that, that hit me. Like, it was insane. It, like my entire like my entire viewpoint of this guy just changed dramatically. It's just I don't know. It's hold on. My mom texted me. Here's again. There you go. But uh like it's just it's really like it made me like have an entire a different viewpoint in life because me thinking that this like guy was like I didn't know why he was working because he looked really old, and then finding out that he cares this like he cares so much about his wife that he wants he he's willing to work and bust his ass even at such an old age to keep her to keep to stay with her for just a few more years. That's insane. Like I admire him so much. Cause that's love. That's 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 hundred percent love right there. Where you're willing to bust your ass and work so much just so you can have some more time with the person you love. That's that's incredible. And I I look up to that. That's that's something I strive that's someone I strive to be. Someone as caring as him and like the guy is so cool. Like, ever since then, like, we would just, like, talk more. And, like, he, he tells me stories. And the thing is, when he told me that, I almost teared up. But then, like, um, he was clock- he clocked out and he was going to leave. So I dapped him up. I gave him a handshake. And he's like, oh, what handshake? No, give me a hug. You're a great guy. And, like, he gave me a hug. But then, like, as I was about to, like, go, he was still holding strong. And, like, he was hold- like he, he was holding, like, hugging me for a while. So I kept hugging him, and I a tear like like I started tearing up. I couldn't hold it back, cause to think that, uh, cause at, in on one side I felt bad because I judged him the complete opposite of what he was, and it's something we can't help as humans. Like, of course we're gonna judge people. Of course we're gonna like like have a uh, the first impression is always um the um the most important impression like the first time we see someone we make a judgment without even knowing i'm like on one side i felt bad because i judged him for someone he wasn't like completely wrong but on one side i was just like i felt like i just felt happy because it's like people like that still exist 
people that good are still here. Like, someone with a heart of gold like him. It's just like, that's someone I want to be. It's, it's just crazy. And now every time I see him, he just gives me a hug. And I fucking love it. I love coming into work and seeing him. It's just like the greatest. Because he will, he will like go out of his way just to come and give me a hug. And then go back to bagging. Like, it's just great. And it's just, I'm really grateful for that interaction. Because that opened my eyes. I'm like... Like... It... <laughs> it's, it's, hard, it's hard to describe. But it really just opened my eyes to like, wow... There are people like you out here. People with such a pure heart who care so much about the people they love and willing to do anything. It, it, it kind of like gave me a little hope to like one day I can have something like that. So I, where I can care for someone that much. I can, I can love someone as much as he does. And, and he's, I think he said he was married. They've been married for about 30 years now. Like, that's shit, dude. That's insane. That's something, like, I, that's something I strive to have. That's something I want. Just that long connection with someone. And I'm really grateful for that interaction because that, that opened my eyes. Now, another one is, uh, it was a really small one. It, was, it just came out of nowhere. But it, like, it, I still remember it. Like, it, like, it stays on my mind. On my, I was coming back from Valencia, and it was a, I think it was a Monday, it was either a Monday or a Wednesday, because I didn't have, no, no, it was Thursday, it was Thursday, because I, I still had class, but um, sometimes I bring my guitar to Valencia, because like, I just like, I'd rather not go home, and like, because I like practicing in Valencia, because there's spots where I can just, you know, practice by myself, because if I'm home, I, there's no silence, that's why I do podcasts that are like outside home, that's why, that's why I'm in a fucking gym at 12.40 a.m. by myself because <laughs> being home, I just, like, it's loud. It's like, well, my, my siblings now are sleeping, so I can't be loud. And, like, I, every, like, every, like, thing I say, my grandma shushes me telling me to be quiet because they're sleeping. So I don't really get much privacy in there since I share a room. So that's why I'm always out. So I would take my guitar sometimes to Valencia and, you know, chill there, play you know, play with friends, and then we all start singing, and on my way back, it was, it was pretty late, and I was passing by, um, uh, going, um, going near, uh, the bridge near, next to Heritage Park where Malau Bakery is, and, uh, there's another guy biking, and so I had my headphones in, so, but he keeps, like, he was, like, he stopped and started moving his hands, trying to get my attention, and he was trying to tell me something, and I didn't hear at first, but I get closer, and he's like, oh, you play? Because he saw the guitar, Um, because I had my guitar in my case, like, on my back. He's like, oh, yeah, I do, and he's like, oh, that's that's amazing, dude, like, what kind of songs do you play? I'm like, oh, I was like, I play some, like, uh, like, I was um, saying, I play, like, just random songs, like, a thousand, a thousand years, or perfect, or, like, just, like, random songs here and there, and he's like, yo, that's great, do you know any, um, uh, um, what's his, um, Elvis Presley? I was, there's one song I'm trying to learn, I completely forgot, it's like a, um, something love, I completely forgot that name because I haven't heard it in a while, but I want to learn that song because I saw the chords, it's not that hard, and I was like, um, I was like, yeah, there's this one song I want to learn, whatever, he was like, yo, that's the music I was growing up to, and we started talking for a little bit, 
And he's like, yo, that's like ama- that's amazing how like um kids these days still appreciate old music. Cause we cause we also started talking about old music. I was talking about he's like, oh, like you listen to any like kind of like older music like like that wasn't here when you were born. I'm like, yeah, I listen to um uh put your head on my shoulders, uh um I forgot the name. I, I can't remember the name now, but it's like, I guess you wonder where I've been. Like, hold on. I, I have it here. <laughs> um, give me a second. Because now the name is going to be stuck. In, like, I can't, I won't be able to, like, get it out of my head. Uh, why, um, What You Won't Do For Love. There you go. There, yeah, by Bobby um, Coswell. That, like, that's been stuck in my head the entire time. But, uh, yeah, like, I was just saying, like, oh, I listen to all the songs. Like, yo, that's great how kids... Nowadays, like, like kids like you nowadays, like, they still listen to old music and all that, like, that's really great. It shows that like, we're not losing that touch. And I was like, yeah, like, I still love old music. And I have friends that listen, that love old style music. And he was saying, he's like, oh, how, um, how old are you? I'm like, 19. He's like, god damn, try and guess how old I am. I was like, and he looked like he was in his, like, late 20s, early 30s. The man is 65. Biking. Looking like, ripped, might I add. Like... The man had a, like, this man was built, looking handsome as hell. I thought, I literally shot out, he's like, how old do you think I am? I'm like, you gotta be like 28, 29. He's like, 65. And my jaw just dropped. Cause, like, I've seen older people that don't look like it, but holy shit. And we just started talking a bit, and he was just, ah, uh, it was so surreal, because this guy was, like, so energetic, he was, like, so full of life, and I love that, and he was just talking about, he was like, yeah, man, like, I, um, I forgot, I think he said that he had, uh, leukemia, I, yeah, yeah, I think he said he had leukemia, um, a few years ago, and he was, fi- um, he said, okay, he said he had leukemia about, if I can remember correctly, about eight years ago, and that he was fighting it for four years and finally won, and it changed his entire perspective of life. How? Because he was saying how, in he's like in my um in the days where I thought I was gonna die, I wanted to live my life, you know, with no regret. Like he said, when I got diagnosed. And they told me that I had cancer, I had leukemia. I mean... Fuck, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm like half asleep. But like, when I got diagnosed, and they told me that I was, that, that uh, my chances were slim. I, my entire, like, I just wanted to live my life. I wanted to do everything that I didn't, like, I never did. I wanted to... You know, live life with no regret. With no, I didn't want to leave this world with no regrets. So he did everything that he wanted to do. Like he, his bucket list, he did it. He went. I remember he said he went to watch Hamilton. He he loved musical theater. He um jumped off um, jumped down an airplane. He uh I think it was he went to Italy. No, Italy or yeah, yeah Italy, Italy, yeah, Venice, Italy. Um. And what was the last one? He wanted to drive a uh, Formula One race car. And he did that. And he was telling me all this. I'm just like, holy shit. Like, the determination. Like, like me thinking, like, you're, like, you just got told that you're going to die. 
and most people just break down and just don't know what don't know what to do next but you took that as an opportunity to not die with no regrets because that's like i think that's the worst thing to happen to a person to be on your deathbed thinking if only i did this if only i did that i wish i did this having regrets because it's just like it's a reoccurring thought in your mind till the day you die and just never leaves your psyche so the fact that he checked off everything on his bucket list was insane and oh man how keeps texting me okay but um and then he says when he beat it his entire viewpoint of the world changed to where he didn't just want to go do stupid, like, incredible things like how people, when they beat cancer, or not just cancer in general, when they, like, you know, get that grip of death, they want to just conquer the world and, like, do dumbass shit, like, like, uh, like, like just daredevil type stuff, like, you know, dangerous stuff. He said, he's like, no, 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 I'm not down with all that. I want to live my life happy. So what he did, he quit his job, Stays at home and just plays music with his daughter. He said, um, he said he has a 25, 26 year old daughter and her grandchildren that he would play music with. He would play the guitar and she would play piano and the little kids would sing and they just have the time of their lives. And I'm just thinking like, holy shit, that's amazing. Like, you get that grip of death and you your entire viewpoint changed and you do what you want to do. You you wanna be happy and you do it. Like this man, like that is inspiring. He finds out that he's about to die, that he doesn't have much time, goes and does all the shit he's ever wanted to do. And oh shit, that was a cat that scared the fuck out of me. Oh, but does everything that he on his bucket list and then when he gets a second chance in life instead of wasting it and doing stupid shit that can get himself killed he goes and be with his family does this thing that he loves and that's really inspiring that's incredible and he was telling me because the entire time we were talking he's like i can tell just by the way you're talking to me just by the way you carry yourself that you're someone who cares deeply about the people they love cares about their friends, their family, not even, they don't, you don't even have to be, like, relatively close to them, just whoever comes into your life, you have a deep care for, never give that up, because there's not a lot of people in this world that have that, and we need more like you, and I was just shocked, like, I didn't know what to say. I was just standing there for a couple seconds. He's like, you still with me? And I, I, I just didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to respond to that. And so I, 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 like he, he noticed that I was just like stuttering. I couldn't like articulate a, a complete sentence. That I was just shocked. He's like, look, what I want you to do, not like I want you to live life, not throwing care to the wind. I don't want you just not giving a fuck about your safety. I want you to do what you love. Be with the people you love. 
make yourself happy because nothing else in this world matters except for happiness and that sticks to me because he's right not like happiness is the only thing that really matters in this world if you don't have happiness then it's like what are you doing <laughs> when you don't have happiness you strive for it and once you get it that's that's when you're set that's why people fight so much for happiness when they don't feel when they when they're not like for me personally when i was depressed i fought for it i wanted to be happy again I didn't do what other people told me to do to be happy. I tried doing my own thing, tried doing what made me happy so I can become better and it worked. And he's right when he says that happiness is the only thing, you know, is, is like that happiness, like we need happiness. It's, it's, it's just simple fact. And his words will never like escape my mind. That's something that will stick with me. A random person that I met biking home and I'm really grateful for that interaction. I'm just, I'm really glad because I was supposed to leave Valencia a good two hours before that. But I stayed longer just to chill and then I left. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have met him. I wouldn't have heard those words. I would not have the viewpoint I have now. And I'm really grateful for that interaction. I'm grateful for that man. And I hope to see him again one day. Just to tell him the impact he did to me. And now... Honestly, most of all, I'm just grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for everyone, not even just my friends, the people who have come and gone in my life, the people who have hurt me. I'm grateful for everyone. My friends, of course, because they've, they've stuck by me. They've been with me through thick and thin. They've helped me out. They've cheered me up. They've just, it's a family to me because I'm not really close with my family. My, my blood family, it's like iffy. I'm never home because there's always fights. But when I'm with my friends, it's like they're my second family. And I, I'm, I'm infinitely grateful for everything they've done for me. For the people that have come and gone, it's, they've taught me a lesson. People who have left my life, it taught me something. There's always a lesson between um behind everything. Same thing with people who have hurt me. Whenever I am hurt, it, it, it teaches me, it, it gives me wisdom. It's something I carry on to the next one. Say for instance, I, I, I say if I'm talking to someone, or if I'm dating, or I can't say dating because they really know. If, I'm, if I have a strong relationship with someone, and it goes south, it teaches me a lesson. Whether I like it or not, it does. And... I can only learn from past experiences. And I'm grateful for that because if it wasn't for those experiences with those, with those girls, with those heartbreaks, I would not be the person I am now. And I like where I am now. If it wasn't for those, I, would, this wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing this right now. I wouldn't be here. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's a kind of a little sentimental podcast, but um, yeah, I'm going to be doing more and more podcasts lately. Um, lately. I got a lot of stuff to say, a lot of stuff to get off my chest, a lot of ideas, you know, just more stuff. And this time I actually mean it. I'm actually going to start doing more. I, I, I miss doing this. I just miss just talking. 
Because I can just talk to another person, but sometimes I feel like I'm just like annoying them. Like, yeah, yeah, shut up, we get it. Like, with here, it's like I'm talking to an empty vacuum. Whether you want to listen, take a listen. If not, don't bother listening. It's just, I can just talk to myself and people can hear my thoughts. So, yeah. Uh, this is a good one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.